It's time for Cyclone Insider. From the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO, Des Moines Sports Station. All right, another week and another introduction for my friend Randy Peterson from the Des Moines Register. He joins me now until 610. So we do have an abbreviated, excuse me, Cyclone Insider this week as the Cardinals and Cubs coming up at around 610 tonight here on 1460 KXNO. Speaking of the Cubs, Tommy Birch, who is normally with us during this time, he is over at Principal Park uh, covering tonight's iCubs game. They're actually going to have a decent night for baseball over at Principal Park. That's in the 50s right now. Well, it's better, you know, better than what they're going to have tomorrow. I'm just going to say that. They should play doubleheader tonight. Yeah. Better, better than what they're going to have tomorrow. So uh, how are, are we you, supposed Pete? to get the storm of the century tomorrow? I'm good. I don't know, are we? I thought I, I just heard Mac on the... Update, say, one to two inches. Are yeah. we supposed to get more than that? I don't know. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah, I'm good. I, I uh, Spring football's over. I got through it without any injuries. So, so the team. Like any injuries so the, to you so or the, the team. team? So the team. So and that's really that's all you're looking for in spring ball. It's just, just get out of it without any injuries. Um, what's the what's the like um, biggest takeaway you had from the spring this year? Injuries. I, I, I really it? think so. Okay. Yeah, injuries. Um, I heard people talk glowingly about Real Mitchell. And I suppose, but and that could have been my biggest takeaway had I been able to see him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going word of mouth to say he's got Seneca, Wallace, Shake, and Bake. I'm not going by word of mouth. Um, so yeah, so the um, I don't know how we can have anything other than than you know anything more takeaways because we haven't seen him. We've just gone by what we've heard and what we've written. Um, and we'll get to see a little more in the fall, and we'll get to see a depth chart. You know, you and I both put out our official, unofficial depth charts, and they didn't change. You know, they weren't a whole lot different. Um, so, yeah, I, I think the biggest takeaway is they got through it without any injuries at all. Yeah, um, that, that's a really good thing. I, I, I would go to defense that one of the guys I kind of had circled coming out of the winter workouts who I thought would be important for them next year was Vance, Orion Vance, the – the freshman out of Cedar Rapids, and he certainly was um, the talk of camp or a fault. Excuse me, I get all these seasons mixed yeah. up. Um, <laughs> Campbell had a lot of great things to say about him again on Saturday following that scrimmage. I, I guess I'm just kind of um, the so I got my Athlon thing done. Mm-hmm. So I really had to dig deep and you know look at this team and really um, study it. I do think that they'll win and lose. Again, with defense, like they did last year, I think you know. I, I'm not saying the offense can't be better. In fact, I think that it will be, and it should be. However, I do. Th- I, their their defense, I think, is going to be the identity of them with that defensive line and those two corners. Like, I think they could be really good on that side of the ball. And I was just a little bit concerned about replacing Lanning. And it, I don't know. It sounds really encouraging that. Even if Vance isn't the guy, that him and right. Sutton and Hummel can combine yeah. well, to kind of be that Veit guy. And then Veit said during, when he was in during his whatever day that was during his interview, he said if he had the name of starting line, a middle linebacker right now, it'd be Northrup. So I mean, hmm. um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so it's, he kind of gets forgotten about. Northrup exactly. Does. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I I don't know. So I guess we just have to. Where, what, did you pick him? Did you pick where Iowa State finish, or did you just do the capsule? Um, no, I haven't had to pick anything yet. Okay. I mean, um, pick in the, in the book, in the magazine. Yeah. I, I think I'll turn all that stuff in here in a couple of weeks. Like when they go to print, they, they usually wait until all the spring stuff is done. But I, I, I already put in my like first, second team, third team, all that type of stuff. 
the actual Big Twelve order of finish, I have not done yet. Yeah, I, I do I, think I, that I think I'm. That, go ahead. I'm probably. I'm going to put them around five or six. Yeah, probably. I'm just going to say that. Yeah, probably five. You got oh, you or West Virginia on top. And we can do. I this. don't. We can do this. Well, I do think it's too, interesting but. though. To, I I don't I don't love anybody in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I agree. This year, I I, I really don't. I think it's going to. That's why I like Iowa State to get into that top half of the league. Iowa State could have the second best rushing attack in the conference. And they could have the Behind first Oklahoma or, State. They could have the best or second best defense. I mean, I think Texas's defense is more talented. Right. But Texas always underachieves. Yeah, that's I mean, a good point. That's I've just come to expect that until they do the opposite. I don't know, Randy. Um I There's guess There's a lot it, of love for West Virginia I, and a lot of love for Oklahoma. I trust Oklahoma so. more than I do West Virginia. I do too. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, you know, Iowa State Fifth, sixth, whatever. But okay, so we'll put those two there. Uh, Texas will be there. Uh huh. And then after that, like Oklahoma State lost a lot of guys. I, that, I think I, I'll put Iowa State. I bet that'd be Oklahoma fourth. State. Yeah. This, TCU. Yeah, I go. I go TCU. Probably they lost a lot on defense, but it's Patterson. You know, yeah, that he's going to yeah. have them. Oklahoma, West Virginia. Um, Man, right down UT, TCU. Iowa State. Tech and Oklahoma Tech is going to be yeah. trash. Yeah, my gosh. This, this could finally be the year. Baylor's probably not going to be much better. <laughs> this could finally, yeah, oh no. This, this is a good opportunity for Iowa State it's, it's to take the, a step forward. It's a wonderful opportunity for Iowa State. Because there's no quarterbacks in the league. Oh, exactly, yeah. Compared to what normally is the case. Yeah, it, 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 you're right. And so that's, you know, if weak-armed Kyle Kemp can can – can throw those you just mocking me now. can throw those two yard passes and keep the chains moving and I say that totally in jest. That's inside baseball. I was, I was gonna say about time you've come around. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I it's um it's intriguing and this this is one of those deals it's just rare that you're up, that Iowa State is up and, and everybody else is down. We've seen Iowa State be up before and it's usually right. those years where the Big Twelve's loaded, right? And the, and this is yeah I agree this is one of those years that 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 um, um, it's it's there's no teaching to be done on the offense essentially I mean they're just refining mm-hmm. everything because with unless you've well there'll be some offensive line strategy stuff going on defensive linemen like we talked about know what's going on there so um, yeah I, I think that uh, if Iowa State can get through the first four or five games which is of it's a very of a very yeah a very brutal top heavy schedule then then I could win nine games. Randy Peterson joins me. It's Cyclone Insider here with the Des Moines Register on fourteen sixty kicks. And oh, here in just a little bit, we're going to get to a column that Randy wrote this week. Anybody want to call in? They can. Yeah, we'll uh, we're gonna um, we'll lie our way through the answers. Or I bet we'll fire some people up. Um, I I do. I, it was good for me to be around Colin Newell, yeah. the freshman. On Saturday, that was cool. Um, I'm more of a believer now after being around him and hearing Matt Campbell talk. Not that I wasn't before. I just I'd never seen the kid in person. No, you know, never seen him. He's um, and he I this I think he's a legit guy. And he, you're right, he's going to be a starter in the fall. He'll be he'll be the first Ames High School Iowa State starter since Austin. Um, and with that goes some some. Uh, um, high expectations, running out on the field for the first time at, at Jack Trice Stadium as a starter compared to running out on the field for the first time as a starter at 
Ames High Stadium, football stadium, is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. So there'll be that. But, uh, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I talked to Judge Johnston a lot, oh, a lot about the kid and Bruce yep. and Burton too, about him. Um, they're, they saw this coming a long, long time ago. Um, so that, that's, uh, that's kind of cool. I mean, I mean, Bruce was telling me, or Bruce or Judge, one of them told me that, that uh, Stanford, the day before the, the day before um, Colin Noah was going to, was going to commit or sign or whatever it was, Stanford called and said, and this is, this is cool on, on a number of levels, but Stanford called and, and, and expressed some interest and wanted to, wanted to know what interest Colin had and Colin talked and they were going through, through Bruce and in so Bruce checked with Colin and Colin said with all due respect to Stanford I've always been a cyclone I'm still going to be a cyclone now that's interesting on a lot of levels because you've got a a, 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 um, a power five school coming after coming after Ames High School Center and maybe well not maybe one of the most academic universities in the country mm -hmm. also coming after him mm -hmm. so or expressing interest. So that's cool on a lot of aspects, and that tells you what kind of kid that Iowa State's getting. Yeah, and he, he was really good, I thought, in his interviews yeah. after that scrimmage on Saturday. All right, we do and have he was a nervous, too, believe it or not. You could tell he was nervous, yeah. yeah. Well, and they usually are the first time there's right. all those. That's it, why they should let those kids do it. And the old <laughs> days aren't where it was you and me and, like, Bill Seals and, like, one yeah. other guy. Yeah. Now there's, like, 15 people I there know. at these interviews. I know it. Uh, five one five two eight four five nine six six. Talking cyclones until six ten. David, welcome to Cyclone Insider here on fourteen sixty KXNO. Yeah, I was wondering what you guys think of uh, of Iowa State's position groups. If if any of the position groups at the University of Iowa are better than any of the position groups uh, at Iowa State, I'm not really talking about individuals so much. I mean, some of some of the things I am, but but the groups, you know, linebackers, defensive backs, offensive line. You know, I don't. What do you think? Do you I'm think sure. How, how does Iowa State compare? I, I mean, I think that, that. Thank you, David. I think that they certainly compare uh, on a, in a lot of spots. Um, you know, I would be a liar if I told you I knew Iowa's groups as much as I knew Iowa State at this point. I haven't really begun studying the, the 2018 Hawkeyes because their spring isn't even over yet, and we generally don't get to that stuff here till later on. Having said that, I think Iowa State now is as close to Iowa as they have been in a really long time. I'm not ready to say that they're better across the board talent wise because I don't. Again, I I don't really know that, Randy. But I think that they're, yeah. I think that they're right there. And I think that then when that line comes out in Las Vegas for that game, I think it will three mimic that. Yeah, it's going to be really close. I think. I th I've said this to to a few people that that this is going to be. Um, all the Iowa State games. There's always hype around the Iowa State games. Iowa State games for for one reason or another. But this year's game, there's going to be hype because of the of, of the like you said of the the competitiveness of the teams. Because you really you go into the game, you really don't know who the heck's going to win. I mean, you I and and I really I really believe that. David asked for the you know about comparing positions, just like you, Chris. Um, Maybe more so though, with me, I'm really in this Iowa State bubble, so I have no, I really don't know yeah. what's going on out there, bunker. I really don't know what's going on in Iowa City, but I would have to think that Iowa State has better quarterback, receivers, and running back. 
just off the top Man, of my head. See, we're going to get into the quarterback thing. <laughs> I, I, I don't. He beat Oklahoma. Uh, he beat TCU. I know. I, Did well, Iowa quarterback do that? Yeah, but Iowa State's defense had a lot to do with that TCU win. <laughs> I don't know. I think Stanley and I think Stanley They're and Kemp even. is it's pretty even yeah. there. Um, but but I don't know. What, what sets him apart is he'll have, he's he'll have the receivers. Correct. Iowa State's receivers yeah. are clearly better. Um, tight end, I think Iowa has the edge with Fant. Yes. Um, offensive line, I, I've i been so underwhelmed by Iowa's offensive line the last two years, but I just with Ference's tradition, yes. I think you have to give them the edge there. We don't know that this Iowa State line is going to be good. Um, on the other side, I, I think the D line is probably a same conversation. Mm-hmm. I'd lean, I think Iowa State may be better there this year, but Iowa has that track record. I don't know. I yeah, I, I linebackers it, give it to Iowa defensive backs. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's yeah. as good of an argument and a good of a conversation as we've been able to have about this yeah. rivalry in a long. Maybe time. later, as we get as we get closer to the game, we can break it down. You know, like yeah. like maybe Iowa running against Iowa State. Who, yeah, maybe you we know, get Iowa Emmert State running. Yeah, exactly. One of those guys. On. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how how the position groups will do against each other? I think that's the best way to do that. All right, Jim. Welcome to Cyclone Insider here on fourteen sixty KXNO. Hey guys, full disclosure, Hawkeye fan here in southeast Iowa, but I'm so happy I used to live in central Iowa. I can still pull you guys in on a sunny day. Good deal. We have the iHeartRadio app too, buddy, so if you ever want to... And it's sunny today. And, uh, yeah, I think that's what it is. I think. Enjoy your enjoy your, your columns in the register there, Randy. And Thanks, I, I appreciate you. Have nothing but respect. I think Iowa State's got an unbelievable football coach. Um, but my thought is, as disappointing as the basketball seasons were for both schools, I really think this football season is going to be just as just as rewarding. I thought so you were going to say disappointing. Yeah. Anywhere from seven to nine, I'll say both teams win eight games in the regular season. Uh, and I kind of stole my thunder for the first part, but thoughts on the Iowa State game? I, I'm hoping the Kinnick Magic, or excuse me, I'm not borrowing the Hilton Magic, the Kinnick Mystique. Carries us through, but just some thoughts on that, and I'll hang up. Thanks. Yeah, uh, thank you, Jim. That's a good call, and we we appreciate that. Um, I I agree with him, Randy. I, I think Iowa they return a lot, and I think both teams and Iowa's schedule is favorable. They don't have the bad crossover games this year, so they they catch that sort of a break this year. And we, oh yeah, we they've just, got that loophole. And we just that talked about the loophole. that we just talked about the Big Twelve this year. Yeah. I think the schedule sets up well for both teams. I yeah, I do too. And and I I I'm, we were talking down at the office the other day about what time the Iowa State game might start. Um it be prime time this year. That means night or does that mean like Yeah, I mean I'm just saying it, it's going to be a I mean potentially two yeah. top 25 teams that are right in the Well, what else is that, that day? Yeah. Is the no, key. that's that's the thing. I haven't seen I haven't looked what else is that day. Um I'll I, say uh just shot in the dark that'll be a 2:30 kick somewhere. That'd be okay. Thank goodness. Well, I mean, I could go eight o'clock in the morning, be better, but yeah, um, two thirty be good. Not one of those night things. Uh, Troy, yeah, and to answer your question, I this thing will open in Vegas. Iowa's going to be a small favorite, anywhere from two to five points. And there, there guess. is such a thing as the Kinnick thing. I mean, because yeah, well, I mean, Kinnick is a. I, I think neutral field, it's close to a pick. Koenig's going to yeah. get them three or four points. We were talking about 
you know, Colin Newell, for example, he's never played it. He will it'd be first time he's ever played in an environment like that. Um, you're talking about Orion Vance. It could, it will be the first time he's played in something like that. Now, I'm not going to go there with Montgomery or or Butler or and they've played or it wherever. And- I'm telling you, I'm telling you, playing at Oklahoma is is um and this may generate calls planet oklahoma is is more intimidating than playing in iowa city i i I guarantee you that and those guys won there they were successful there so that damn um, boomer sooner you were at the you were at the 59 to 3 game right which yeah the arnaud one yeah i talked to austin the other day too about uh colin newell yeah we rehashed some things i'll never that's the worst post-game show i've ever had to do it was horrible. Just and it wasn't even that people were mad. Nobody cared. I know. I know. It was like eleven thirty. We're going on the air. You lose fifty nine to three. You couldn't even get a first <laughs> down. Like, what do you analyze? Who's the player of the game? But but playing at a plant Oklahoma is every bit as 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 intense as playing in Iowa City. So I mean, and Iowa State was successful there. So yeah, Let's see how the newcomers do. Troy, hang on. City. We'll uh, we'll take your call coming up. It's Cyclone Insider. Randy Peterson joins me here on 1460 KXNO. It's Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO. All right, Troy, if you don't mind, hang on. We will take your call right after the 6 o'clock break. If we went to you right now, we would be cutting you off, and that is something that I do not want to do. Um, I'll make a prediction, Randy. The Cyhawk game will be on either Fox or FS1. 230 kick after looking at that schedule for week two given what you say stanford usc plays it that'll night. be a night game yeah um i'm just looking at other big 10 games you've got new mexico at wisconsin Boo. which is a bad game um there's just not a lot of notable stuff there in the big 10 and i think that you know with the way that they drew virginia at indiana that, yeah, mm, I don't that's that not going to get picked over Iowa, Iowa State. You have Western Illinois at Illinois. Uh, Colorado at Nebraska is interesting. That's a good draw. Yeah, you got to have a 1 o'clock game, 11 o'clock game or, or something. You have Eastern Michigan and Purdue. Nope. Fresno State, Minnesota. Nope. Uh, Rutgers, Ohio State. Ohio that, State because of Ohio State. That's a Big Ten game. That screams to me like a – That's a conference game. Friday night game or uh, oh okay, really or an eleven o'clock on ABC or yeah because that's a conference game they'll have to do that one obviously yeah that'll be on one of the the networks um, Western Michigan Michigan see there's just not a lot so I'll go and Iowa Iowa State will both be two teams sniffing the top twenty five I don't know if either one of them will be there but they'll be in the mix yeah they'll be in the receiving votes at least and obviously they'll both be unbeaten going into the game yeah I think I think you've to something there two thirty the 330 game whatever on Fox I would think um and I don't know it could be it be it have to be the Big 10 network and I don't know for sure but what they're I know besides the Big 10 network well, you know they've got Fox so but Yeah, Fox gets the pick now. Over the network. Yeah. Oh I yeah. Would, yeah, I would guess, yeah. So Fox gets the pick. They'll, that game will be on one of the three, ABC, Fox or FS1 and it'll be yeah. a 230 kick. I'm yeah. pretty unless it goes prime time which that would be tough. Well, I, they my could guess go is prime U- time. USC Stanford will probably be prime time. That could on, go ABC, USC Stanford. It could be, and they could be put opposite. Yeah. Now you also that have most, to look. That at, almost makes more sense to me. I mean, I don't like that, but that seems like 
Well, let's see. They've got to have a game at night. Oh, wait a minute. I missed one. This has got Fox written all over it, too. This is a night game. Michigan State at Arizona State. Oh, that's a night game. And that and it won't go up against Yeah, the Pac twelve won't go up against each other. So Listen to us. So maybe Iowa State Iowa could be at night because the big the Pac twelve's not gonna go up against each other in their eight o'clock or seven o'clock time um slot. The last time I was at an Iowa Iowa State night game. Jeez. Somebody um a guy um yelled a really inappropriate thing at me and threw a half open or half empty can of Milwaukee best beer and hit me in the head. I was that, was it, where was it? I was walking to the press box. Where, before the game. Yeah. Where was the game? That was in Iowa City. In Iowa City, okay. You didn't say that. That was the Jake Nott interception. Because um, I didn't come back two years ago because I was just like, screw that. Yeah. Iowa State's going to lose by five touchdowns and I really don't want to get hit in the head with the Milwaukee's best beer. Troy, hang on. We'll talk to you next. It's Cyclone Insider from the Des Moines Register and 1460 KXNO. All right, welcome back. Cyclone Insider here. Hour number three of Fanatics on 1460 KXNO. We'll be with you for about eight minutes or so. And then we will hand it off to the Redbirds. Mike Shannon, uh, John Rooney will be along the way. And they are in, uh, uh, in Chicago for Cardinals Cups. we got a couple callers. We'll start with Troy. Uh, Troy, thank you for being patient. Uh, welcome to Cyclone Insider, bud. Well, this is a great show and really appreciated. I wanted to share that I really appreciated Randy's article. I thought it was very thoughtful, uh, considered of a lot of different angles, and it's something that you don't see sports writers write. So I wanted to ask him uh, what gave him the, the thought, to, to the motivation to, to write something like this. That was very innovative, Randy. Thanks, Troy. Thanks, Troy. I appreciate that. Um, I've been thinking about something like that over over the last weeks, and I've been reading a lot about um, college, about athletes getting getting paid, which it's going to happen one way or another. They're going to get paid. And so I'm thinking about how in the heck are, are the universities going to be able to afford paying coaches 8 to $10 million a year and then also paying athletes and you know how how are they going to do that and knowing that five or six years down the road that the tv contracts are gone i i it sounds like a very impossible um um you know working scenario so and then and then so when iowa state sent out the press release that the board of regents had given them permission to to start fundraising for a facilities project that could cost upwards of 80 million dollars and all student facility uh or all student athlete facility it got me thinking okay this is cool here's my here's my chance so i i i, I tweaked what i had written in my head i mean you have to be there to understand this and, and chris chris gets it i think mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I we write stuff saying. in our head i mean we've got I, i've got tons of stuff written in my head i mean i wake up at Three o'clock in the morning, thinking of stuff to write. That's why you always have a uh, notepad next to your, it, bingo. On your nightstand. Yes, absolutely. Well, some of the best ideas I ever at four a.m. Yeah, so so I I thought okay, so so let's give give um 
the universities, if they want to do the, if they can get the funding for the facilities, super, do it because it's for all student athletes. It's not just, it's not just for football. It's a nutrition center. It's an academic center for all student athletes. In order to fund this, to finance this, as well as when the students are paid, you're going to have to lower coaching salaries. So here's the deal: if you if you've got a coaching job open, you say, okay, here's what I'm offering the coach. Here's what I'm offering you, but he and but here's what you get in facilities. You get great facilities. What are you going to do? You're the coach. You say you're you're in it for the student athlete. Are you going to look out for your own wallet, or are you going to look out for the student athletes? I tend to think that the that a lot of people are going to be looking out for their own wallet. The perspective on that was just amazing. And it also brought to mind, too, what the general student has to encounter, regardless of the team that you root for. Uh, families, students struggling with paying for college. So that perspective, I think, I think that was one of the best articles I've read in a long time. And the perspective of where the coach's heart is. If it's a true nonprofit, are they re- really reinvesting back into the institution? Yeah, let's call their bluff. Let's call the coaches bluff. And I'm, I want to, I want to add that I want to throw in there that I'm not, that I was not intending to insinuate Matt Campbell in any way, shape, or form. His three point five million dollars a year annually, annually, that sounds like a lot to you and me and Chris, um, Troy, but but it's it's still in the middle of the Big Twelve salaries. It's it's a little bit below the average of the power. It's power five coaches so i i did not use i was not using him as an example although i quoted him and and he was very good about this he said that he said that he he that yeah the coaching salaries are getting out of whack and it's not just the head coaches as chris alluded to a few minutes ago there are coordinators making upward making more than a million making more than a million dollars really a defensive or an offensive coordinator making more than a million dollars Give me a break. And students aren't getting paid. And students aren't getting paid for for schools to bring in millions and, and of dollars and, and college football and basketball to generate billions. That's with a B nationally. Give me a break. These kids need paid. Great have, writing. Hope it starts a national discussion. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Appreciate Troy. it. Thank you. We have a question on Twitter. Um, what about this from Daniel? What about D3 athletes who don't get scholarships, still put in the same time as other athletes? And no benefits as bigger schools. Well, I, I think the answer is easy. I mean, it's just a different world. Yeah. I it, mean, if you make it to D one, you get that stuff. If you don't, I'm sorry. I hope you have a great experience at a lower level. I, I just. Yeah. I don't I, think. I, that, I don't. I don't think you can even. Uh, yeah. I don't think Iowa and Iowa State should be subsidizing the private D three schools. No, the and there was. A, I agree. And there was a there was a move, minor move, a while back that Iowa and Iowa that the people thought that Iowa and Iowa State should pump money into Northern Iowa's athletic department, and I said, "Whoa, hold on to there." Hold on to that one. You're going to pump money into Northern Iowa's athletic department. You're going to pump money into a school that's recruiting against you. I don't think so. But yeah, yeah. you feel for the Division three athletes. But in in a res, in another respect, those are the only true athlete. True. That's the student that's athletes. that's where, yeah the true yeah. student athletes there are. I mean, my gosh. So all um, right, let's take this last call here from Mark. He's been waiting patiently. Hey, Mark, welcome to the program. Hey, great show, guys. Thanks, pal. Hey. Chris, as a Hawkeye fan, I'm really disappointed to hear that story about some Hawkeye fan throwing Milwaukee best at you. It's okay. I mean, Milwaukee, Milwaukee's best. What's he drinking that for? <laughs> what, was it, what if it would have been a Bush Light? I think it should be a craft beer at least, don't you think? Well, the problem is if it was a craft beer, it probably would have been in a glass bottle. That could have actually left an impact, you know? 
Yeah, but at least he'd be showing class, right? <laughs> I love it. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. Appreciate Bye. it. That's great. That's one of my favorite calls. Yeah, if it would have been a bush light, I just would have tried to catch it. I know. I'm just that wasted a beer. Regardless of what kind of beer it was, it was it was it was wasted. My gosh. Oh. But uh, anyway. Yeah. So we really talked about the Iowa State game already. Uh, it's April seventeenth. I know. That's you know great. what that means? It's Cyhawk. It's Cyhawk. It's Cyhawk season. Start. Spring football is now, over for Iowa State. It's now, over. Now we need Friday. to have the guys on Wednesday invite Brian Ferentz onto the show. <laughs> And let him drop some bombs on the clones, and then we can get an Iowa State coach on to react, and let's let's go. I mean, is this the off season or is this the off season? Come I think on, that'd be great. Let's do it. All right, uh, Randy, thank you. All right, it's my uh, pleasure. It's uh, not, I I still haven't had time to read your column, but I have it on my on my um, saved list, and I'll, I'll try and check that out here thank tonight. You. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it but fun. I have seen a lot of buzz about it, so you you got under some skins. Which is good. Well, I try to just inform and, and give people opinions and make them say, "Oh, wow, I didn't know that." Yep. you know, that's what it's say, all about. You hate that son of a gun, or I agree, or whatever. So, again, Birch is over at Principal Park tonight. The, Go out and uh, join him. It's nice. Yeah, and I, you know, while we were at our six o'clock break, the weather is going to suck tomorrow. Oh okay. boy, it's gonna, it's gonna be like snowy and gray. Is that going to do anything to stock market? Stock market's pretty good today. We're having a good day today, Pete. I know. I think we're in. I think we're. You know, we got the the Koreas are getting along right now. Yeah. Uh, it seems like Syria's got their. You know, got all that under control. As long as the president doesn't get impeached, I think the stocks are going to be good for a while. And I don't know what that would do to the stock market. I don't think that'd probably help it. <laughs> probably not. All right, he's Randy Peterson. Um, thanks to Sean Jankowski helping us out all day as always. We're going to Wrigley Field to Mike Shannon, John Rooney. And the Redbirds taking on the Cubs tonight. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Morning Rush coming up tomorrow at 6 here on 1460 KXNO.